tuning in on this audio adventure recalling memories and time feelings thoughts um just recalling anything that's important to you and just really anything that i've just you know wanted to discuss honestly i mean i feel like this what this has been over the past couple of weeks um topic of conversation has really been fatherhood as you all know, um, I'm ex- I am expecting, uh, by the time this comes out, um, you guys will know I'll, I'll be part of the Girl Dad fraternity. Very, very, very exciting. We had a beautiful gender reveal. We'll probably talk about that a little bit later on. But um, I've been having conversations with gentlemen in my life, young and old, about their first thoughts, feelings, heck, and just all-around experiences where they found out they'll be fathers for the first time. So we've already heard a conversation with my pops and some of his homies, some of his friends. We had a very, very great conversation with them. They really gave me a lot of insight about, you know, um, not only the actual moments when they found out, but how they felt and how it kind of changed them in a sense and, uh, you know, giving me their stories about their spiritual journeys as well, transitioning to that new part of life. It was very, very deep, very inspiring. Go back and listen to that episode. As I recall, if you have not, it was very, very good, very detailed. Um, it's about 30 minutes or so, but, um, you know, listening to the elder statesmen in our community, I feel like you, it, it's very, very valuable. So um, please, if you have not, Check out that episode of As I Recall. It was a very, very great conversation. But I want to continue the conversation now. This next conversation you guys will be hearing is one I had with a few of my frat brothers, actually. Shout out to the men of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. I'm a member of the Kappa Eta chapter. I haven't paid my dues in a while, actually. I graduated, so I was initiated to the Kappa Eta chapter. I'm going to go and <laughs> correct that. Uh, shout out to my bros though, man, the Kings follow nine. I had two of my bros, um, on a zoom call and we discussed a few things. My tail dog, Greg Van, um, big keys, total package, um, sat down one night, man, and just really just wrapped it out. The conversation was so much different though. It was so funny because, so the conversation I had with my pops and his homies, like I said, it was, you know, the feeling, the emotions, you know, the newfound responsibility, um, the spiritual growth. I mean, that was kind of where the conversation was, and uh, it was a great conversation. But my (laughs) frat brothers, they wanted to bring me inside (laughs) of the delivery room and prepare me for that. Um, uh, We uh, we, we definitely got into the conversation about feelings and, you know, emotions as well, finding out, um, you know, their stories or how they found out they were about to be fathers. Greg, you'll find out he's the father of three. He has a set of twins and his oldest daughter, Gigi. um, And Keese, um, he is a father of a beautiful baby boy. Um, So 
You'll hear these uh, their perspectives um, and, you know, their stories on how they found out. But they're also going to tell me, and this is where it gets juicy. Now, look, this is graphic. All right. This is a very, very, very graphic episode because they're going to take me inside of the actual delivery room. Uh, and we had a great conversation, man, because honestly speaking, I don't feel like dads really talk about what they experience when they're inside of the uh, delivery room or inside the hospital or what's going through their mind when they're, you know, queens are giving birth. Right. I mean, we definitely hear the queen story. It is very, very important. Now, I'm not going to, you know, downplay that. I mean, they're going through it. But, you know, uh, man, we are going through something as well, because. From what you're going to hear, I mean, you feel kind of hopeless. I mean, you're just there for really just emotional, you know, support. I mean, there's nothing you can do. We just sit back and wait. You know what I mean? So um, it's going to be a great conversation. I think, um, you know, continuing to have these conversations around new fatherhood and our community, your community, whatever community you're in is very, 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 very important. I think this is going to be a great, great episode. Please hit me up. um, If you are liking these conversations, if you have any input, you know what I mean? Definitely hit me up, man. I want to hear about it. Um, you guys know where to find me. Um, IG, Mr. Dot A Sweet on IG and on um, Twitter. Um, that's really where I do most of my damage. A Dot Sweet. Um, it is at Shock the World. That's at Shock the World. S H O K H the World. That's how you spell it. S H O K H the World. Shout out to the bros once again. Hit me up, man. Continue these conversations, all right? Um, and please, you know, <laughs> like I said, I am part of the Girl Dad fraternity now. So, brothers out there, continue to keep me in your prayers. And now I'll continue to pray for each and every one of you all. Sit back, enjoy this audio adventure of As I Recall. So, check this out, fool. We like this stuff first. I've already talked to both of y'all a little bit about like uh, that initial feeling or that initial like, the initial feeling A, also just how you found out that you was about to be somebody's father, bro. That tell you how um, I uh, found out Greg? Mm-hmm. I didn't tell you. No, you said you was gonna wait for this. Did I tell you, Keith? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you, yeah. So Greg, the day before, <laughs> so, I found out on April 24th. That's when I found out. It was on a Friday. And uh, the week before I found out, that weekend before, I was in Miami. I was in Miami with Bates and uh, my nigga Bashan and uh, my boy Jason. And Jasmine, she was, in, uh, she was in Houston. I get back home. Like the same day she got back home. She got back home like Sunday morning. I got back like Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. So last time I got back, it was like, you know, night, night, basically time. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm back. Just go to bed. Next day I wake up and uh, I remember the whole week for, for me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the whole the whole week. What you uh, sipping on, Greg? Casamigos. Straight. Yeah, straight. On ice. Yeah. Greg, alcoholic, fool. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Louisville, Keith. I was in Louisville with Greg, bro, and uh, we was we was drinking. We was we was drinking. I had like two two shots, and Greg was just drinking. I thought it was at first I thought it was just water. Well, I said this man can't just be drinking. Bro, I'm shit. bigger than you. I'm bigger than you. This <laughs> might, take a little more from me. It might get the a big ice cube and put the key in. He just be drinking this shit. I'm like, how can you do that? <laughs> I'm gonna constantly go straight go on the rocks. Yeah, I had to put a little something, something in mind, bro. I just can't drink like that. I'm I'm scared. Especially <laughs> out in the public. Out in the public. I can do that at the crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you said you had two shots, then to start it off? Yeah, but I was eating in between and yeah. like I, I had like a few, I had a beer and I didn't even drink when we got back. I said, anyway, that's all besides the point. I was curious what everybody drank. What is it you were drinking, Keith? Same. Uh Casamigos. I just got a little splash of a little sprite in here with it. Casamigos is that new shit, I guess. I had a shot of this shit tonight. You know, look, you came, you you were talking about me because we had cheap champagne. You know, I, I really ain't, don't have to spend this kind of money on tequila, but, uh... He did have cheap champagne, right Keith. It's the wave right now, though. 
He did have some cheap ass uh, champagne. <laughs> Pretty crazy. This shit was cheap as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I told you it was. He's, what are you talking about? Where? What are you talking about? So, I don't, so look, so you know, we had a one year old birthday party, but the theme was twenty twenty one, like twenty twin T one, because we had twins. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to have a champagne toast because it was a, you know, theme was like New Year's Eve. Yeah. We, but we have it for like thirty people. So we want to have enough for everybody to just pour one glass and do a toast to mm-hmm. the to one year. So I went in the, into the total wine and said, look, give me some champagne that's not expensive, but don't taste like it's not expensive. He was like, oh, this is what you want to go with. You know, I'm not a champagne drinker. I went with what they said. Yeah. So I had it. Everybody did their toast. But what I noticed was I'm thinking once they had a toast, after that, people going to start pouring them more champagne. <laughs> and people didn't. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, dang, that's kind of weird. Know. But I'm thinking like everybody trying to be like proper and like I don't want to be the one to go up there porn. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna have my fun. But uh, <laughs> we went there night. Alice was like, but that was some terrible champagne. Yeah. I was like, yeah. like anybody tell like, you know, Alice is the only one that was bold enough to say something. <laughs> you know, I ain't care. I wasn't I wasn't about to buy Ace of Space for 30 people. Hell no. <laughs> man, he bought some shit, fool. That was called it was called Brute. That was the name of the... Uh, no, but he said that very <laughs> Yes, it was, boy. I was like, what the fuck this nigga got to drink bro? And like, I know Greg no better, fool. That's why I said something. Yeah. I'm not that. champagne, but I'm not champagne drinker, so I just told them, I, I depended but on... But shit, fool, you could have got some fucking Clico, some fucking... This shit ain't that I'm not a champagne drinker. Anyway, Alex, she anyway. was in Houston. My bad, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, bro, so we get back around the same time. So Monday wakes up. It's a busy day at work. I go to work. Um, she, I think she she does not go to work, but it's not it's not uncommon. Like, you know, she typically doesn't uh, go to work on Mondays. Came back home, and uh, I was like, hey, you know, uh, what are you about to do or whatever? I think I was about to go to the gym. That's what it was. I was about to go to the gym, and I asked if she wanted to go too. She was like, nah, I'm good. I said, all right. So I came back home later that night and we was about to watch TV, watch a movie, do something, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as I sat down, she was like, I'm about to just go to bed. Mind you, it's like 7.30. <laughs> I'm like... Oh, yeah. You trying to figure out what's going on now. like, the fuck? All right. Yeah. You know, I ain't think much of it. Whatever. <laughs> just, she want to go to bed early. Just, all right, whatever. I'm about to watch TV. So Tuesday roll around and... uh I had a game. I had a game anyway Tuesday night. I do remember that. It was cause it was 420. I came home. I was going to not go to the game. She wanted like, to hang out or something like that. So I asked her if she wanted to go walking or something like that. I said, you want to go walk? She was like, no, nah, I'm good. And then she changed her mind last minute. was like, yeah, I'm about to go. I said, hey, you know, I'll, I'll go too. She said, no, nah, I'm good. I don't need you to go. I said, all right, you, you own one. I got a game anyway. So it, it's fine. I'm, I'm going to go to this game. And at this point, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, all right, bro, like she... Something going on, but she 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 don't even want to hang out with me like I, at all. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, Wednesday, the next day, let me like uh, say, hey, look, you know, we're gonna go out this weekend. Because at this point, I'm like, all right, I need to like, you know, get you out of this little funk. I mean, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, Saturday, we're gonna go out. Because in my head, I'm like, all right, she she upset because I done went to Miami, whatever, and we ain't really just done, done anything, right? So I was like, right, look, Saturday, we'll just go out. Like, I, I I made reservations to a spot, all that, right? I tell her that on Wednesday, after I told her that I had made reservations, she actually said, oh, that's good because I made reservations for Friday. So in my head, I'm like, oh, shit, like, what the hell is going on? Why did she make reservations? Like, you ain't talking to me all week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I'm panicking, but I verbally was like, okay, cool. We just had like a whole like turn up weekend. I got, we got reservations Friday, we got, you know, Saturday. It's hard to get reservations in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Long story short, we get to the day of that we're supposed to go out Friday night, the, the reservations that she made. She was out. Reservation was at like 6.30, 7, something like that. I don't know what time it was exactly. All I know was she was out and I'm at the crib getting ready. I'm dressed. I'm on time. I'm ready to rock and roll. She, we missed the appointment, like, like or our, our, um, our, uh, reservations. reservations. We missed that shit because she was out doing some blogging stuff. So I didn't panic. When she came back, I was like, hey, you want to go out still? Or I still got reservations for tomorrow. We can just stay here and chill. 
She was like, no, nah, I want to go out. I want to go somewhere nice. Mind you, well, you can't, you not find our reservations day of in Nashville. So oh, like, yeah. we, we tried a few spots, but it wasn't really happening. So I was like, yo, like, I mean, we could just go to Roof Chris, get some shit to go and just Netflix and shit at the crib, which we do that shit. That's cool. But she's like, nah, I want, I want to do something. I said, well, hell, you want to go to the weekend? You all know me, kids. It's like my my go-to. If it ain't shit else to do, well, you to go to the weekend. <laughs> and, uh, Greg, the weekend is a... You, 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 no, I've been to the weekend, weekend yeah. right? All right, so you've been to, uh, to the weekend. Yeah, so, miss, we had a legendary night at the weekend one time. We ain't going to talk about that right now, though. But, we uh, do got to tell that story, though. We got All I got to say is my bad, dog. <laughs> my bad, bro. Greg, have you... You heard that story? No, nah, but... No, nah, I ain't so great. Yeah, my bad, my fault, my fault. You got me, you got me on a cliffhanger. My bad, my fault, my fault. This how that 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 posh kid uh cash should be happening though. Like you go to like this random ass store. But I know, but, gotta, that, that, but now I'm excited. Kid. Now I'm excited because of how she done I led you. you up to the weekend. I got you. Put a pin in it though, Keith. We got, we got. I, I got to put this shit on wax. So I got to put this shit on wax. Who's gonna I got you. Anyways, bro. So. She was like, I ain't trying to go to the weekend, Emma. I said, babe, well, shit, we can just go to the crib. Like, I don't, like, bro, we can go home, bro. Like, I'm begging her this to go to the crib. She said, nah, I want to do something. We, we, we about to do something. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she said, fuck it, this just go to the weekend. At this point, I don't even want to go to the weekend no more. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do anything now. You you upset? I said, fuck it, bro, this goes to the weekend. So, nigga, I found a little, uh, some, some street parking. It was early, so I said, so, you know, we got, like, a quick little spot. As soon as I got, I sat down, I said, drinks. Like, this is go get some, this is go ahead and have fun. Music loud, this is go, just go ahead and drink. We ain't about to sit here and try to talk. It's, it's loud in this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, like, let's go get drinks. Let's, let's just go. And uh, we got food. We ordered food. The waitress walks off. Now, Jasmine, she pulled out, like, a little gift bag out of the Louis and puts it on, on the uh, table. Hold on, hold on. So you said drinks with an S. So did you order drinks for both of y'all? Yes. But she not about to drink. She just playing it off. I ordered drinks. Right, okay. And we out. So I was ordering with the intent on both of us to drink. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> so she put the bag on the table. She took, the, like, a little gift bag out the Louis put it on the table. I said, all right, you got me a gift. Now I'm like, shit, like... I ain't getting no gift. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> it's just like anniversary. It's just like the day of my first day. All of that. Like, what's all going on? <laughs> I'm on point with that shit now, though. I don't forget no fucking day. Right. Got it on the calendar and everything. I've I've done it too many times. I've already right. missed certain days. I was like, shit, fuck that nigga. This, on this day, I need to have something together. This I got the shit. I said, so I ain't, ain't shit going on, bro. In my head, I'm like, all right, she just came back from Houston. Maybe she grabbed me a little something from Houston or whatever. So she pulled out her phone like this right here, which, I mean, she pull, she does that. Like, I'm right, not, right, right, right. I'm not thinking nothing. I'm thinking it's just something from Houston, bro. Right. And uh, I look in the bag. On camera, I'm, I got my, my little Instagram face. Like, I'm like, all right, she recording this shit. Right, 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 right. I mean, right, right. You play you know cool. I mean? yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me just go get the fucking dude. Yeah. Fucking reach my head in the bag. And she had like a baby sweater, like a baby sweater, and it was my old baby sweater from like when I was a kid. She got oh wow, yes, that's oh shit. Hold on, so that means your mom found it before you? No, 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 no. Jasmine found this one like when we moved. Uh, And my mama said uh, she she gave it to Jasmine like a while ago. Anyway, okay, okay. I said oh shit, like you you got to clean this stuff. I'm like yeah, this is sweet, you know. It ain't, it ain't registered yet. I'm still ain't thinking shit up before. It's loud as fuck in the club. You know, right. I'm in the club. Anyway, she said there was something else in the bag. So I reached in the bag. It was a pregnancy test. So I ain't even have to read it, do nothing. I'm in the club. I stood up. I'm waving the shit around. She got all up on camera. Say, put this shit down, put this shit down, put this shit down. You know, so that's how I found out I was in the club now. Hold on. So when you say you waving around, is this you waving around it with excitement? Yes, I'm like, you? yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, on camera, it's on camera. <laughs> it's on camera. It's on camera. It's on camera. But it's crazy, bro. As soon as I did that, boom, clicked in my head. As soon as I did that shit, I uh, looked around. I was like, drinks, hookah, down music. You gotta get out of here. 
I got a tornado. <laughs> like a tornado, a refined dream, about to run That's out right. the Bro, I was like, <laughs> rat box this shit up. We went out the front door, fools at the crib, man. But that boy was in daddy mode quick. Bro, I got that. I respect that feel. It never, it just hit me, fool. But that's how I found out, bro. This shit was fucking funny, you said, bro. That's hilarious. That's a funny story, dog. See, Greg, he said he got a good ass story for it. I want to hear this shit. So, Keith, I still want to say yours for last, Greg. Yeah, so um, I want you to to bring us home. Keith, bro, tell me about that shit, fool, and just like what it was. Yeah, so my story wasn't as eventful as that. I'm going to be real with you, though. I think for a good chunk of uh, the pregnancy, I was a little bit nervous because um, we had already decided, like, when we was going to, like, we had already planned it out, like, when we was going to try to conceive, stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. it was after uh, TP's wedding. So, you know, we was in Cancun lit for that. And, you know, this was at the same time in Mexico, we had the whole Zika thing going on, too. So it was like, yeah. So we was, we were, you know, just trying to figure it out and just kind of like, okay, well, you know, just in case, cause you know, they, you know, they got all these cases and stuff going on around here. We might need to wait a little bit just to make sure that we good. Cause you know, they say if you, you know, you travel certain places, you want to wait like six weeks, stuff like that. Um, so I was trying to wait, but Alicia didn't want to wait. So, I mean, shortly after that, probably like a week or two, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We started trying. Uh, I want to say it was right around or after like Labor Day weekend. So it was like September when I found out. But it wasn't nothing like you. Mine quit. So yeah, I was at the crib and uh, we was in an apartment in Mount Juliet. And you know what I'm saying? I'm in the kitchen cooking dinner. And Alicia was just like, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. So I'm just like, okay, well, why are you telling me? Like, I'm right. I'm over here minding my business. You just go do your thing. So, yeah, she in the bathroom, and she in there for a minute, too. So I'm kind of concerned. Like, damn, what's she doing in there? I mean, even if she was taking a dump, it don't take that long. Like, what's going on? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. So after a while, I'm just like, man, whatever. I'm just going to go and do my thing. So I'm in the kitchen cooking. And then she come out. Like, I hear the door open real slow. So I'm like, okay. She walk in the kitchen, and I look over at her. She's just smiling. And then, like, she pull it out from behind her back. And, like, I didn't even have to look at it. It was the same. I already knew. Yeah, we was in an apartment, bro. My apartment was small as hell. I took off running laps around the apartment, <laughs> knocking shit over. Yeah. Like, it was, bro, it was crazy. Because I think, like, for me, uh, fatherhood, like, I mean, this was something I always look forward to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. getting married, having kids. So, like, to finally be in that moment. Like, man, I was I was legit excited, bro. Like, it was crazy. But again, I was still nervous because, like, the Zika, you know, they talk about the babies and the right. little small heads yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, every every time we go in for an ultrasound, like, I'm asking the doctors questions. I'm checking the <laughs> circumference. Like, y'all sure? Like, he good? Like, that don't look small to y'all? Like, you, we straight? Back. Yeah, and they just like, yeah. So, like, so, like tell me real quick. And, yeah, I, I don't mean to cut you, but I'm just curious. When you, when you like, went... They did like the first ultrasound. Like, did you know what you was looking at? Hell no. Okay, facts then. <laughs> I know what the fuck was going on. Now, the second time I went, though, the second time I went, y'all seen the, uh, what's the fucking movie called, fool? What's that movie called? Not Sun. Nine months? Not nine months. It's like a, it was like an alien movie. It was like, it had some aliens in this bitch. Anyways, bro. I saw like the like a, a hand like this do this mm-hmm. on the screen. I was like, "Oh shit!" On the second visit, on the second visit, we 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 uh, we we uh, spaced it out. So this is it, like we, okay, okay. This had to be because like when Jasmine found out, she was damn near eight weeks. Okay, okay, okay. Because she eighteen weeks now. I'm like at the halfway point. Like for real, yeah. halfway point. Yeah. So, what the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah, bro. That second ultrasound, like I saw a hand and a foot. I said, "Oh shit, it's real now!" Like, yeah, wow, that's that blew my mind. So, what was it like for you? Because, like, the first time I know you didn't see, but like when you actually saw something for the first time, what was that feeling? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't finna share no no thug no thug tears in there and nothing like that, uh, but. Yeah, like just to to see it, like yeah, it's fascinating, bro. Just to see like a living, breathing thing that you created. That's a part of you. You know what I'm saying? Like even the way that his head was shaped, like the silhouette from the side, like 
the forehead looked like mine. Now, given I was still concerned because I didn't know if it was too small or not. Right. But the shape, like, I could see it. You know what I'm saying? And it was crazy. I think even up to the point where we found out what the sex was, like, that was really crazy when we found out about that. Um, yeah, it was so random, bro. Like, they did it. Alicia went and, like, uh, I think they put the the picture of it in an envelope. And so we didn't have anybody at the time around to, like, let her, you know, just help, like, open it up. So what she did was she went to Michael's and got some paint, like, some blue and some pink. She went into TJ Maxx, so it was right beside it, and just had some random lady, like, she wrapped, well, she wrapped the, the paint up in tape so we couldn't see, like, what the color was. Mm-hmm. And then she just had some random lady open it up, look at it, pick the one that we needed, throw the other one away, and then we came home and did it. Um, just y'all, too. Yeah, it was just us, too, man, because... y'all. Instant. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we Instant recorded and everything. We, we had it, like, family and stuff on, you know, like, Zoom and stuff like that. But for whatever reason, people couldn't, like, we didn't, we didn't have a whole big thing um, for people to get around because people couldn't make it. But, um, yeah, it was dope. When I found out I had a boy, oh, man. Yeah, boy. Uh, Alex, uh, he said they were trying. Were, you, were y'all trying or did it just happen? I mean, we were not trying. Like. Like, she got out of birth control in December. So, but it wasn't like... we so y'all basically at, was like down for whatever happened. Yeah, basically. Like, we weren't looking at no calendar, nothing like that. Nah, nah it, it wasn't like that. It was just like, all right, you know, I just, I landed, I just finished, I, I landed the new position. I mean, she was pretty much solidified where she was. I mean, we're making money outside of work. And, you know, I mean, like, we like, here and we, there. We can handle it right now. Yeah, it was like, come on, this is this is go ahead, like you know, just do life, you know. And then you know, she getting older, you know what I mean? Well, not older, but you know, but like, she getting to that know? older in baby having years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and legacy is everything. Like you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not working just to save money and stuff, just to yeah, just for sure. Shit. I mean, legacy is a lot. So, um, but yeah, man, that's so. But yeah, it 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 happened like it was supposed to. Right. Once you stop using protection. <laughs> Shit, this shit happened, nigga. What's up, Greg, bro? I know you got some juice for me. First of all, do I need to go get some tissue food? No, no, no. No, the story that you're talking about is when we went into labor. That's not so me finding out that we were pregnant wasn't the big thing. I got you. Pretty much both times I found out we were pregnant was through text messages. So like uh, messages. I'm gonna tell you why though. Carrie told me before we started trying. So, so literally, when the year we had, we had Gianna in 2016. So in 2015, you know, she said, you know, I think God's telling me it's time. And I was like, let's do it. Because I was always down. She said, I think God took me it's time. So that's when we started trying. Uh, so we got pregnant in 15, had her in 16. But she told me, she was like, I got to figure out how I'm going to tell you whenever we find out we're pregnant. And I said, Carrie, I ain't trying to do that uh, Instagram, Facebook stuff. <laughs> Like, when you find out you're pregnant, I need to know as soon as you take the test. Yeah. I don't want to, like, I'm not going for that, like, uh, you wait all week and you tell me on camera or you surprise yeah, yeah. me. Like, I need to know because, man, when I first, when I told my boys from high school that we're pregnant with twins on my second pregnancy, their response was, bro, that's what you get. Because in high school, you used to always talk about how many kids you want. I used to want six kids like the Brady Bunch, but I wanted like four boys, two girls before yeah. we I had a child and I realized how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I always wanted kids. So, um, yeah, yeah. like, I was like, bro, I need to know ASAP. So, when I first got the, she sent me a text of it. And, like, I was at work and I was like, I just froze. And honestly, like, hearing that y'all were excited, it's like I'm kind of envious of y'all because honestly, you know, I always thought I'd be happy to find out we were pregnant. Yeah. But I was so happy. I, I wanted a child so bad that I was, like, afraid to get happy. Because yeah. I thought, like, I was like, man, you know, you hear all these stories of people having miscarriages and stuff not yeah. working out. So, honestly, I was, like, Black scared to get out. happy. Right. I was scared to get happy, bro. Like, I was like, okay, she said she's pregnant. I'm like, my blood start pumping. And I'm, bre- I'm like, I'm like, okay, stay calm. You don't know for sure y'all can have a baby. It could be a mishap, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So literally the first time she told me, she sent me a text. I still remember being in my office, looking at my phone and like chills going over my body. And even the second time she took a picture uh, of the pregnancy test and wrote on a note for me when I woke up in the morning and said, I guess we're going to do this again. So 
that was how I found that that wasn't the yeah. big thing. The, the crazy thing was the going into the actual labor. I do want to, if, if you're on my Alex, I do want uh, Keith and me to be able to tell you about our delivery experience. No, the reason, ooh, hell yeah, tell the me reason, that. But the, the reason I say that is because to me, men don't talk about that enough. And when I was in that delivery room, bro, like, I was like, it was so, so crazy for me. I was like, bro, why did nobody warn me? Bro, so, so let me pause go there that real, real quick. quick. Pause there real quick. I slick want to call my guy Jordan, fool. <laughs> you know, you know Jordan Thomas. I don't think so. You know, you know, you know Lauren. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So Lauren's husband is Jordan. Yeah, I know he him. told me about her experience, and they tried the home birth thing. Harry mm. wanted to do that. I was scared of that. Mm-hmm. I've heard his story, and I got a homie of mine. His name is uh, fuck Sean. Mm. His wife, uh, what's his wife's name? I, I can see her face. Hannah. His wife, Hannah, she had a home birth, and he told me about this shit. In, in both instances, the man was like, bro, I'm calling the ambulance. This woman is dying. Bro, it was the horrible stuff. It was so bad. I was like, I am... But anyways... Now, I want to go into that, though, because you, you yeah. honestly made me want to anyway. We talked about the alien thing. So... Without taking them too much time, the first time, so both of our both of our pregnancies were high risk. Uh, Carrie's Carrie has something called RH incompatibility, which you know I've been drinking and I'm not a medical expert, but basically what that means is when she, her ba- her the baby and her had different RH factors, which has something to do with blood. Mm. So basically, her having hey, a baby. I'm sorry, real quick, let me pause this. So Jazz's uh-huh. friend. Natalie, who is one of her best blogger friends, she's having her baby right now. She's been mm. in labor for four days. Oh no! She was in labor for four days. No, her um, oh. what's it called? Whatever the thing, the her cervix wouldn't move. Mm. Yeah, they had induced. But Jen, mm. I, I'm just about to pray for her real quick. My Father God is praying for Natalie and Morgan for a healthy uh, baby. Uh, maybe girl, as a matter of fact, with the gender reveal. So we just pray for healthy pregnancy. We pray for Natalie. She's not pregnant. Amen. Bro, I've been following this. This has been a topic of conversation, bro, over the past like two or three weeks with me. It's just, yeah. I'm going to mention it on like our next pod a little. Not, I didn't mention it. I was about to mention it on, on the pod because the one that's going to come out next week, I was not into it. I ain't going to lie to you. But it was just a lot going on with like, mm-hmm. you just hearing all these tragic stories about these women. Yeah, bro. Asthma away and shit. And then like, I know that you had, you had a experience like that. Yeah. So, so now I'm going to go ahead and shut the fuck up, bro. I'm just, you finished that for real, bro. bro. So basically what that RH incompatibility means is like, and somebody listening this knows probably more about this than me. And I went through two pregnancies and I still don't understand it because it's such, it's so rare. But basically, you know, you have a baby inside of you with a different RH factor. The woman's body will try to attack it because it's something foreign. So just like a, you get sick with uh, cold, your body or COVID or whatever, your body kicks in overdrive trying to attack it, trying to get it out. So like, man, we were literally, we were living in Biloxi, Mississippi having to go to Mobile, Alabama three times a week. Every time we go, you know, spending the gas money and paying $50 per session to go to the doctor because we have to go see a specialist because of our rare condition. And they don't have people everywhere they can they can uh, deal with you on it because it's so rare or whatever. So we were going over there. Uh, first it was one time a week, then it was two times a week, then it was three times a week. You know, the further, the deeper you get in the pregnancy, and every time we go, we praying, like, we hope they don't tell us we got to induce you and get the baby out because your body's attacking the baby or whatever. But anyway, first pregnancy, we made it to, like, 36 weeks, maybe. So we had a basically scheduled birth. Not a scheduled C-section, but a scheduled birth. So basically, we were going to go in one day, and they were going to induce us. So we go in. It was... Uh, it was 2016, so the Cavs were in the finals. I remember that because we basically went in, they induced her. We waited all day long, hoping the baby came. It didn't come. So they said, look, we're going to stop working on it tonight. We're going to try to do it tomorrow. And I remember being happy because I'm like, I can watch the game tonight. We're in the hospital. I'm watching the game. Literally, I'm sitting there watching the game. Yeah, I'm happy I can watch the game. Bro, like, I'm like, the baby going to come. Like, But I'm going to yeah. watch the game tonight. And we can put it <laughs> tomorrow if possible. So, so I'm watching the game. Bro, my right hand to God, if I'm, if I'm lying, strike me down. A lady comes in the hospital. She's screaming like somebody's in the next room stabbing her. Scre- I've never heard a woman scream like this. She's, 
I mean, I can't even emulate the noise. Like she was just making the craziest screams. And I'm sitting there like, oh my God, is this what I'm about to go through? So the nurse comes in and I'm like, what's going on? Like she was like, man, that lady's had five kids, all of them natural. She don't want um, what's the thing to make it easy? Epidural. She don't want epidural, epidural. Yeah. That's just this is how she does her kids. I was like, man, is that what I'm about to go through? She was like, honestly, man, it's not always like that. She was like, that lady's a little over the top. Um, so I wouldn't like think that's what you're gonna go through. And I told Carrie the whole time, like, look, I know you're a woman, I know you're strong. This is your journey, but don't feel bad getting the epidural because like mm. you don't get a trophy for not getting the epidural. Like just, Real, yeah. just have a baby and do it the easiest way possible. So she was like, no, I'm not getting epidural. Man, so the next morning we go into labor. They come in at 6 a.m. and they burst her sack to basically make her water break to yeah. expedite the process. So they do that or whatever. Man, like, and I'm, I'm, it's important that we talk about this as men. So you prepare, bro. Like, I remember looking at the clock and her being in so much pain and her contractions coming like every minute or whatever. And like, I'm like, I'm pumping her up like, baby, you can do this. I got you. I got your back. You're beautiful. You this, you that. Man, after 30 minutes, I was like, man, I done said everything I can say. <laughs> and they like, but it's going to go on for hours. And I'm like, I don't know what else to say, dog. Like, yeah. And I'm like, my, in, in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to tell her to get an epidural because she says she don't want to, but I'm hoping that she wants to get one eventually. But like, even when she went to the restroom and had to do her thing in the restroom, she made me go with her. And I remember her like sitting down on the toilet using it. She's standing up and she's like looking at me crazy. I'm like, man, I don't know what to do to help you. And she was yeah. like, you think I should get up and do it? I said, yes, yes, do it. So she ended up getting up with girl or whatever. Bro, listen, I'm going to pause right now for me and Jazz. We already had that conversation. Listen, bro, we're going to Vanderbilt. So we're at Vanderbilt. And our, my doctor, like the guy, I was like, yo, give us the package. Everything you got. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything for me, give it to me, and do everything you do for her, bro. Make this easy as possible. Yeah, right? yeah. My insurance, my insurance is pretty good for her. I say, look, 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 doc. Run the tab up. Do whatever you got to do, bro. <laughs> when she said, let's do it, I was like, bet. So, look, they, so when they give up a girl, if you're, if uh, Jasmine has to do this, they make the husband step out, at least in my experience. So I stepped out. I'm thinking it's going to be like five minutes, but. I'm like, man, it's been like 12 to 15 minutes. So but when they come back and get me, so, okay, so when you're having a baby, you dilate or whatever. So they, when I left out, she was at like two centimeters. When I came, when she came out and got me, she was at like six centimeters. She was like, the baby's about to, the nurse came out, the baby's about to come. I said, what the hell did y'all do? I ran back in there. I'm like, what's going on? Because I'm like, I just left and she was this, and y'all was gone for 10, 15 minutes, and then y'all come back and tell me the baby's about to come right now. So like I'm like I'm mad because I'm because when I go in the room I look at Carrie and like she's like a ghost she was this right here and she ended up telling me later on it's because um, I forgot it was something that was it didn't go as smoothly as they thought it was going to go or whatever I can't but she looked like a ghost like something happened I'm thinking like what did y'all do to her to make all this stuff happen whatever yeah. plus you know like you know Alice people leaving uh, people getting hurt. Um, I mean, like women are actually dying, black women especially, dying in childbirth. So I'm like scared of what's happening or whatever. But anyway, long story short, I go back in there. I'm like going crazy. Like what's going on? Um, when the doctors come in there, the, when a doctor comes in with all these nurses, it's like 12 people in the room. That's another thing. I didn't, I thought it was like a doctor and a nurse. It was like 10 to 12 people in there. I don't know if that's uh, uh, Keisha's case. Or maybe it was because of we had a high-risk pregnancy, but it was a room full of people. Man, he I mean, was it one with you, Keith? I'm just curious. Uh, let me see. It was a doula, the doctor, I'd say probably, probably like four, five. Damn. Yeah, so, so we were going to 12 in this room. Yeah, since we had like a high-risk pregnancy, it was like eight nurses, a doctor. I would say at least nine. So yeah. they, would, they would in a table, and I'm sure Keith probably had this too. This is like in case I have to do a C-section. Man, the table got like stuff that looked like knives and scissors oh, yeah. and all this stuff that you can tell is for cutting. Even something that looks like a saw almost um, when they do C-sections or whatever. So, bro, I'm like in there. And my whole time I'm in there, I'm like, man, just don't pass out. Because that's how I felt. I was about to pass out. So, literally, they doing the labor or whatever. And they like, every 30 seconds, we're going to tell you to push. 
man, she she pushing. They got a mirror down there where Carrie can see in the mirror so she can see herself and me too if I want to. But I'm like, I'm not looking because I don't want to see this because I'm, I'm trying not to pass out. For one time, and I tell people this, they think I'm lying, but, but I promise you I'm not. They, one time they say, I see the head. So I look down, I'm like, okay, the baby about to be out. I look down, the, first off, the head is way up, but the but the uh, it's a mirror down there so I can see way up my wife. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing about women. You don't know that what's down there is long, bro. Like it's a long way up to their stomach or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. So the baby's head is way up there, whatever. But this is the part that people think I'm lying about. So in between contractions, just like every 30 seconds or whatever, one time the nurse said, what's this stuff that's hanging out right here? And then he told the doc, she's, the doctor told her, oh, that's just her small intestines. You just stick your fingers up in there and you push that back to the side. Literally, t- like, touching her small intestines. That's crazy. Like, to, like, bro, I'm that's crazy. I, I'm lightheaded. I'm yeah. like, how the hell are you? Because t- what I saw hanging out looked like a brain. Yeah. Like, it looked like uh, some juicy brain or whatever. So anyway, the baby ends up coming out. And when you talked about the alien thing, uh, one of y'all said something about the alien thing. We did. But when Gianni came out, I said, oh, they said, it's okay, it's okay. Her head was like, a, you know, the baby, when they come out, their head is mm-hmm. not normal. But I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that, bro. Her head was like straight up and down. Mm-hmm. He said, that's okay, that's okay. Now, I promise you, this man pushed her head down and it squished like a... And he just pushed it down like a like normal into like a normal head. And I'm just like, bro, I'm lightheaded. I swear, I can't tell you how lightheaded I am. Yeah. But anyway, so they put the baby out, they take the baby over there to a corner and the table, they clean it off, all that kind of stuff. Bro, I'm videoing it. I'm like, man, this is, we did it, blah, blah. I turn around, literally, Carrie's on the table and something purple, like a, I think it's the sack that the baby was in, falls. Yeah. I, I see something purple and bloody on the ground. Bro, it's so graphic. It's so graphic. So anyway, I really wanted to talk about this so you knew, like, bro, you're going to see a lot of blood. Yeah. The smell is going to be weird. Um, ain't no telling, because like, the second the second pregnancy, we have C-section. So you don't tell if you're going to have a C-section. So, bro, you can go in there with your mind, like, what you think is going to happen, but I promise you, you're not prepared for it. Blood, people in there. And, and the thing about it is, you're panicked. But they do this all the time, and they acting like everything's perfectly normal. So when you like, oh my god, the head, they like, bro, it's cool, and he just push it down. And so yeah, anyway, yeah. I just wanted to tell you that the second pregnancy was uh, crazy too. But I don't want to take up, you know, Mike for too long. So peace. You know what? Uh, how was your experience in that room? So oh, how long? <laughs> my boy got some questions. <laughs> hey, this man is about to just rush this shit, fool. <laughs> <laughs> This space is going to be... And then it was like, anyways... Like, yeah, no, nah, get out of your Bro, it was crazy, bro. bro. It was crazy. Anyways, let's just, nah, but real talk, though. You did say something. I don't want to talk about the graphics. Don't want to talk about the graphics. But you said something, though, bro, that I think is so powerful, fool. And it was about, uh, like, women making that decision. And I, I'm not speaking for no women. That's the last thing I'm doing. But women that think it's, I guess, quote unquote, you get like a badge of honor. Badge of honor. Yeah. Like the natural way without, you know what I'm saying, the drugs and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure if y'all got something to prove to yourselves. And if y'all do, great. But if y'all think y'all doing for other people, I listen, you don't you don't get no points for that. When that baby come, that baby come. Healthy right. is more is most important than like a badge of honor, in my opinion. Yeah. But again, I'm not a woman, right. <laughs> and that's why it's important not to try to be. Because you know, men we we lead our households, so you know we make a lot of decisions. But with that in particular, that's the woman and her body. So we can't we can offer some support and say, you know, are you sure you want to do this? But if they say they sure they want to do it. To me, that wasn't my place to try to talk her out of, even though I was, I didn't understand it. But I'm like, you know, I think in her mind, she's like, I don't know if I'll ever do this again. So it's like, I want to do this the way I want to do it. Because honestly, you know, if we talk about our second pregnancy, she didn't have control. You know, the babies came early. 
It came on her birthday. She had to have a C-section. She never wanted that. It was all out of her control. So I think it was important for her to have as much control as possible on that first one because you never know, you know, what the future holds, if you're going to do it again or if you're going to be able to make decisions on that second. So, you know, she tried it. And, you know, honestly, I don't look at her as, as weaker or anything like that. There's just some women out there that do, the, do it the natural way. Like you just talked about somebody in labor for four days. I respect that. And if it's any way possible, my opinion, do it the easy problem, you know. Yeah, no, that's how I feel too, man. Um, but no, I agree. That's that's one thing I was gonna say to you, sweet. I think it, yeah, it just might be, you know, the badge of honor that women just have to at least want to try, especially that first one. Because I think um, for any women that probably have had multiple kids, you know, like at some point this year, we're gonna start trying for our, our second child. Um, and Alicia, I mean, our first when when Drew was born. Uh, she tried it like we'd already like she'd already made the decision that she was going to going into it that she wanted to try to have the natural birth. I think once we got to a certain point, I can't remember the centimeters, but like the pain was just so unbearable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just kind of like, OK, let's go ahead and entertain this idea. Um, and my experience with that was different too, Greg, like uh, they let me stay in the room. So I was in it. Yeah, so I was in there um, as her support for that. So, like, you know, I was holding her hand, facing her, and then, you know, whoever came in with the needle was on the other side. And so they let me stay in there for the whole thing. Um, yeah, so when she went into labor, bro, I wasn't even in town at all. Mm-hmm. I was in West Tennessee in Memphis for work, like, in a meeting. And, yeah, so... You know, I'm always keeping tabs on her because, you know, like my previous job, I was traveling a lot. Yeah, she's, you know, she's pregnant. I don't know what's going on. I'm having to leave her at home by herself, though. You know, like my brother and stuff's down the street. Uh, so if she needed anything, you know, he would he would always be there to help her out. But, you know, at the same time, it's just like me. I feel like that's my responsibility to try to take care of her through this, during this process. So the traveling stuff was a little tough. But, yeah, I was in Memphis. Um, and normally during the day when I'm working, like she wouldn't call me because like she knows, you know, when I go out of town, she's got some meetings and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I get this phone call in the middle of the afternoon. I'm just like, ah, oh, man. So I see the missed call because I missed it. So I call her back. And yeah, she's just like, yeah, I think, I think something's happening. And like her mom had flew into town. So her mom was at the house with her. But like when she told me, my heart dropped. I was just like, oh my God, bro, I'm going to miss it. You know what I'm saying? Like as a as a dad, that's that's got to be your worst nightmare. You know what I'm saying? To 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 be you know her arm of support this entire time, and then something happens and you miss it. So yeah, I just dropped everything I was doing, bro. I got back in the truck, just bought, just gunned it back to Nashville. So um, they got her ready. Her mom got her ready. Her mom and her aunt was at home. They got her ready, and they got her you know got in the car, drove her to the hospital, and by the time that they got to the hospital, I was already there. Mm. So I can't tell you how fast I was going, but like, yeah, when, when that feeling hit, bro, when she told me that news, it, nothing else mattered, man. I didn't, I really didn't even care about myself at that point. I, I was just trying to get there so I could be there for her. So, you know, I just thank God I didn't get no ticket. So yeah, when we got there, um, I was already there. So, you know, I helped her walk in. Um, yeah, again, like she had decided that she was going to try to do this thing natural. So, you know, it was a lot of pain going in, um, in the hallway, just kind of like what Greg was talking about, just trying to like support her, tell her you beautiful things like this. So I'm in the hallway coaching because like my wife is just, she doesn't know what to do. She just knows she's in pain. So, you right. know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to help her, you know, I'm out there having her doing squats on the little rail in the hallway. Cause we, uh, we're at St. Thomas and, right. um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm having her doing little exercises, trying to help her to like release some of the pressure, stuff like that. I don't know what's going on. I'm just thinking what I'm doing is best. Cause ain't nobody else around here trying to help. So, right. you know what I'm saying? It's just me trying to, trying to help her through the thing. And, um, yeah. So I think she, I want to say, I'm a, I want to say she got to like five centimeters dilated when she got the epidural. Um, but yeah, fast forward to when it was time to give birth. Like, again, I was in the room with her the entire, the entire time. Uh, doctor let us know what was going on. Um, she brought me over and at first, like I looked at some TV shows and stuff before I cheated a little bit so I could kind of have an idea like what to expect. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm like, Greg, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be in here falling out and she like that. So yeah, like, um, same thing. 
I, I dinner needs needs to do that for then to go to YouTube or something, bro. So I can go because like I ain't gonna lie, it's me. Yeah. Me, I'ma either say something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'll probably throw up. You know, it's either or. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, bro. You don't want to talk up in the room, bro. I I I get in there and say some 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 real dumb shit. Have everybody in there like <laughs> everybody would be confused. I, I don't want I don't I don't want that type of energy up in there, bro. I don't know. Bro, I don't need anybody in there to be confused by anything. You need to be knowing what's going on. <laughs> Hey, do, do what you gotta do, bro. I had to see some links. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was. No, nah, it was it was crazy. Same same uh, similar scenario as um, Greg already kind of talked about. They kind of had the mirror angled up so that way you can kind of see what was going on. Because I didn't want to get too close. Like I wanted, I didn't want to be in the way so they could do what they had to do. You know, they tell me the baby's coming out. They could see the head. I saw, so when I saw the head, I just saw, I saw a lot of hair and I was just like, what is that? (laughs) And so they kept going. Um, And yeah, like, I think a lot of different things was just kind of going through my mind too. It was just like when the baby's coming out, you know, how's my wife? Are y'all paying just as much attention to her as y'all are, you know, trying to get the baby out? Because, you know, like what Greg was already talking about, you know, we're hearing a lot of stuff about women and pregnancy and things going wrong. So just me trying to kind of from the outside monitor the entire situation. Um, It's just a lot of adrenaline. And um, once they pulled the baby out, same thing. The head looked crazy. Just kind of like, and the, 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 the whole Zika thing was in my head. I was like, ah, shit, here we go. Is it, is it, are we, are we good? Or, you know, are we not? But, um, yeah, I think it was really one magical part of that too, bro. Um, and one thing I'll say, man, while the, while the baby's, when the baby gets to the point where it starts kicking and stuff like that, just make sure you talk to it. It sounds crazy, but like they can hear you on the inside and they get comfortable with your voice. So, uh, once they had the baby, he came out, he was crying, things like that. They let me cut the cord. And once they cleaned him, wrapped him, and tried to hand him to Alicia, uh, like, he was still just crying out of control. And then, like, I said something. I can't even remember what I said, but I was just something along the lines of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, welcome home, baby Drew, something like that. But, like, when he heard my voice, he stopped crying. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, babies, when they first come out of the womb, they can't really see that what they can't really yeah, see it all, right. basically. Yeah. But like he tried to follow my voice. So his eyes like cut and they looked at me. And bro, I yeah. I lost it. Like yeah. that was that was such a powerful moment, man, because you really don't know what kind of impact that you can have. It seems like it's the woman's journey, but you're a part of that too. Mm-hmm. Um and once, yeah, once that happened, man, it was man, it was crazy. I was strong. Up until that point, like I ain't even take no pictures or nothing. Like, yeah, it, that was crazy. Uh, after the point, like you know, after they cleaned him and all that stuff, you know, invited family back into the room. I got some pictures, but yeah, when that happened, I mean, you'll see. Even when your kids get older, bro. Like when people say, you know, having kids changes you. You know, there's nothing like it. Like, like literally, like facts. That, sure. That's that's facts, man. So. That, that's one thing to look forward to, man. Um, but yeah, that's you know that's that's my journey with that. Nah, that was beautiful, bro. Man, listen, bro. I appreciate both. I appreciate you. I appreciate both of y'all sharing that with me because that, that was really some beautiful stuff. Especially all those moments that y'all speak of. That's shit I'm definitely looking forward to, bro. Getting in touch with my sensitive side a little bit more for sure too. But uh, nah, bro. That was, that was that was a beautiful story. I, I slick wanna. I still want to ask a question, but like he's ended it well, and I want to like go backwards because I had like a wild question. But you it was asked. a wild question. But well, you, bro, I'm telling you, you have to ask because me, to me, men don't talk about this enough, and I yeah, realized that with our two, you know, we went through two pregnancies, and both yeah. of them were so crazy that I'm like, man, I was yeah. not prepared for this, and I really think I could have been if I had conversations with other men before this. All right, so check this out. 
So I'm pretty sure people have had these conversations with their significant other. I know me and Jazz have, but like, I just want to make sure that other people are having these conversations. If you are put into a situation to where you have to choose, like, yo, because Keith, Keith said earlier, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I want to, like, y'all, y'all look for the baby. I want to make sure that my wife is okay too. Right. Using that situation to where it's like, yo, you see that her and the baby, both of them are going to live. Which y'all, which y'all going for? Wife every time. Sure. Wife every time. Okay. The thing about it is you can't you can't carry your legacy and your household for, especially when you already have a child, you know, uh, it's important that you know you make sure you gotta value your wife's like I mean, people have miscarriages, people have mm-hmm. stillborns and stuff all the time. And it's traumatic. Cause I was talking one of my coworkers, man, he's uh in his forties now, and they had a child, they had a stillborn, and then they had another child. And man, he was telling me like, bro, they still ain't really over there stillborn. My grandma, yeah. I mean, one of my uncles was stillborn, and I don't know if you ever necessarily get over it, but that's something that you have to, uh, you know, deal with and work through with your wife. It's it's not gonna be tough, but I mean, it's not gonna be easy. Mm-hmm. But uh, bro, you always gotta. Uh, I mean, when you married your wife, you did that covenant before God and yep. man, saying, "This is my this is my woman to the uh, to the grave." Mm-hmm. That's 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 what's most important. I ain't gonna put you there. Yeah, yeah. That's what's that's what's uh, most. No, nah, I, I hey, listen. I 100 percent agree. It's, yeah, it's, it's not that hard of a question. I do know that you know you do hear those stories to where it maybe women are just emotional during that time. Let's no save the baby. Like nah, I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. baby, bro. You'll be mad at me for a little while, but you come home with me tonight, right? Yeah, like for sure you come home with me tonight. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm go. I'm a, so a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago, um, y'all remember? Shit, I'm pretty sure y'all saw the news. Y'all saw that um, Henry's wife passed. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like last, like last week when I was recording, for we were really wasn't in it. I ain't know nothing about it until uh, Jasmine had talked to her earlier that week, but. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. I didn't know all this until I was at the crib Thursday. I was cleaned up and stuff, and uh, Jasmine had pulled up, and she always sit in the driveway for like a little minute before she like enter the house or whatever. Like she'll sit out there, but this time I was like, "Damn, you you been out there for like, it's been be like an hour." You still sitting like thirty minutes is is normal, but a whole hour. I was like, "Damn, why you still sitting out there for?" And then my boy Chris hit me up and asked me a question. Then I said, "Oh snap!" Like he he uh, brought up brought up that point because he was at the time he was in the hospital because uh, I'm not sure if I told y'all, but my guy Chris Livingston just had his baby last week. So being at the top of the point, so he was just him because he was concerned. He was like, "Bro, like all oh, this shit is happening, bro, right around time." I'm, I'm trying to have this kid, but so I went outside and Jasmine was bawling. I'm talking about bawling. I'm like, "What is going on?" Then she told me that news. I was like, "Bro." Uh, we prayed more that weekend than I think we've ever prayed as a couple in a long time. Like, we mm-hmm. prayed then, because, I, I mean, I had nothing. I couldn't say. I, there was nothing I could say. Yeah. Like, she was breaking down. Nothing I could say. I didn't know what to say. I said, we just got to pray over this one. I mean, yeah. we prayed then. We prayed that morning, that night, that afternoon on the phone, like on, in the middle of the day, just, just, just got to pray, man. Because, I mean, I had no words, none. That shit, that shit broke me out, bro. I'm like, damn. I prayed for Henry Fool. I don't even know Henry like that. I don't. Yeah, right. I don't know who he is, but not like that, though. Yeah, yeah, I know who he is, but I don't even know the dude like that, bro. But I was like, that's a different kind of strength right there. Oh, yeah. There's a whole different kind of strength. You don't know. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. This is it. I've been saying, like, you don't even know, like, like you hope that for the man, you don't, because you know, like, the devil play with you, man. Like, you don't want him thinking, like, like feeling any kind of guilt. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, it's nobody's fault. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. you know, bro, man, it's just, it's just a scary and unfortunate situation, man. Uh, the one thing I will say. Is that y'all have made it past the first trimester, so the 
the statistics tell you that you you good once you get past the first trimester. I mean, yeah, first trimester. Mm-hmm. That uh, you you not in, necessarily in the clear, but you have a, a lot higher chances of everything working out. You know what I'm saying? So uh, there is a level of anxiety that comes with it. Uh, you hope and pray that you got the uh, right kind of doctor that listens to your wife, that uh, values what she says, because sometimes, you know, the woman will say, this ain't, this don't feel right, or this doesn't feel good, or I'm thinking this something is wrong. Sometimes the doctor doesn't take, uh, especially with black women, don't value what they say. Yeah. Uh, so you just got to pray that, you know, you get the right doctor, you get the right nurses. Mm-hmm. And even though we had some tough pregnancies, man, we've gotten blessed with some good doctors and good nurses. So, yeah. I mean, there is, a, I, I'm not saying don't keep praying because you do need to keep praying, but uh, just stay, you know, positive mindset and uh, just trust that, you know, God's going to give you who you need and what you need. Uh, but I know, man, it is tough, man, because it's not even just Henry. I mean, Carrie told me today about a girl that went to MTSU that passed away this morning. And yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so uh, I saw that too. I saw that too. Yeah, scary, bro. But... Yeah, bro. It's just it's just always going on. And I, and one thing that I did tell myself though, because I like I was I wasn't gonna tell Jazz this, but like I was thinking in my head though, I was like, man. I mean, this is typically, and this is me getting to my spiritual back. But I was like, this is this is typically how like you know the enemy slick work though. Yeah, like yeah. you, I mean, because think about it. Like I feel like, as as we we've talked about it before, it's not like this hasn't been happening. Right. It's not right. seen it. Now I feel like it's readily available at this point. You know, it's hitting and it's hitting kind of close to home. People like you really don't know what you kind of know. You know, you just it just put it puts their ring in your ear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And. um Heck, bro, I was even, you know, I, I even had to jazz for a second. Like, even when she uh, she said something about the post, I was like, I told her, I said, you need to go take that down. Because what was going to start happening was people were going to start asking about it. You're like, you know, you got a shit ton of followers. So now you got to, you're going to have 200 plus DMs. That's what happened. What happened? Yeah, yeah. What happened? What happened? What happened? Oh, tragedy. Oh, tra- crying. Cry. That's all you're going to see. It's going to be, it's going to blow up your phone. It's all you fucking gonna see. That's good. and that messed you up right there too. Oh, now yeah. he already got you. So I was like, man, you know, probably just need to cool out with the phone for a bit. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? because I mean, it's it's gonna be something else that you gonna see. I th- I just think this is how this shit designed. But mm-hmm. um, anyways, let me get off my soapbox now, though. But uh, shit, yo, this is this was some good talk, man. Uh, I slick had like a slick a little epiphany. Cause I, I kind of I I want to do this shit again for sure. And I want to hear your other story too, Greg. For sure, for sure. Oh, now or next time? Next time. Okay. Next time it. for sure. Uh, but I definitely want to do this shit again. I, I I got some other stuff I want to talk about too. Honestly, what I was thinking about doing, bro, uh I wanted to um get all of us back together for just one one of these days to recall our process. I think I'd want to do that shit one of these days. I just don't. I don't think Zoom is gonna be the platform for it though. Yeah, I might think of something else. But um, I mean, even if it's just like probably, nah. I I still want to be all. I mean, if 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 I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do all of us. And if I can't do all of us, I gotta do a, a good majority, at least eight. All right. All right. But uh, I want to do this shit too, man. But uh, nigga, just trying to get some shit documented, bro, and then share stories. How hopefully it'll it'll help somebody else, just like what Greg said earlier, bro. So that's what you know. I'm just trying to do out here, just on my own little, my own little court. You know what I'm saying, doing what I can do to spread this type of knowledge around, man. But gentlemen, I ain't gonna keep y'all up too much longer. Uh, I do appreciate it, man. And hell, uh, I'll hit y'all, bro, uh, sometime tomorrow, whatever the case may be. Yeah, well, last thing, man, it's good that you're doing this because, you know, you're going to have a king or queen. Hopefully you have multiple uh, kings or queens. uh, And one day they're going to be able to go back and listen to how their father was feeling, you know, while while their mother was pregnant with them. So, uh, like, don't, don't, I mean, I know you probably don't feel like this, but I just think you need to keep, keep it in your mind, like, how special this is because a lot of this stuff that, us taking advantage of this technology, our parents couldn't do it because it wasn't available. 
Right. I would love to know how my father <laughs> was talking when he was uh, in his 20s when my wife was pregnant with me. I mean, when my mom was pregnant. That's <laughs> too much Casamigos. Too much but, uh, but, man, just uh, keep the, anything y'all can document, whether it's pictures, videos, or podcasts, Mm-hmm. I think it's important for y'all to do this, man, because I think even it's going to be just a podcast to you, but your kids one day, man, they're going to be like, dang, so. Nah, you're right. The club? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, bro. My daddy talking about me in the club. What the fuck going on? I can't believe they were smoking hookah back then. <laughs> that stuff is bad for you. Like, hey, I'm telling you, what, 20 years from oh, now, they're going to they gonna be man. know about what we don't know about. Right. But daddy did make us get on about it, though, right? <laughs> man, what? Respect, respect. He told me not to go to the club, but he was in the club when he got up and he Exactly. Now I got actual evidence of that, fool. I got actual evidence of it, so they can't even say, uh, uh, I can't even say I wasn't, I wasn't out here in these streets. I was in these streets. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. This argument. Hey, Keith, I got to, I'm going to have you damn near because my next, I do want to do a, uh, do you recall. I want, I want two more episodes. I want the episode me and you with the weekend, me and you, Keith, a guy yeah. get the hole on wax. And I slick want to hear the story about when you got thrown, bro, on that uh, trip in South Carolina or Virginia, where the fuck you was at. Are you so- <laughs> I heard about that. I didn't go. Yeah, I didn't go either. I heard about you. Yeah, yeah, the alpha oh, trip. When he was on stage and all that. I Raleigh, heard about that. Right, Riley, I, I would I would get this shit on wax too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still I'm still mad about that man. That cab drive a lot on me, but I'm, yeah, I will tell you that. <laughs> I got to put this shit on wax for for shit. I don't think I'm saying about that is when you drink, nobody believes you. But I swear I was telling the truth that night. But I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you that story. Oh my god, fool with shit, man. Y'all fuck go ahead, Brian, and get back to it. I'm about to go inside here and get ready for the morning. I'm gonna try to hit this gym in the morning. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Oh, you're a good one. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to, man. But shit, y'all be easy, bro. I appreciate y'all, man. All right, for sure. Good to see y'all, man. No rules when I step out in this bitch. Come with it. No screen time. Because she going to find a hoe she could mimic. No rules when I step in that new car. I got that Bugatti and coupe. I copped a Rari for who? No rules when I pull out in the ghost all painted. Old color fighting the cream. Niggas going to hate it. I could tell you. It's gonna be a good night. This gonna be the type of shit that make a nigga wanna hurt a nigga. The type of shit that make a bitch wanna change a figure. I give her money, she call back and she don't like the figure. And then I tell her, oh well, find another nigga. The type of night where I'm too wasted. No